0: This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Thursday, October 20th. The chairwoman of the Taylor County Republican Party has pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor charge related to her participation in the U.S. Capitol riot on January 6, 2021. 46-year-old Mandy Robinson-Hand and her husband, 35-year-old Charles Hand III, were arrested and charged with four misdemeanors in March. More than a year after surveillance footage recorded them walking through the Capitol, amid hundreds of others, in the pro-Trump crowd that breached the building that day. Although an appeal placed on the Christian crowdfunding site GiveSendGo described the charges as a political witch hunt and a stand against evil ideologies, the couple signed separate misdemeanor plea agreements last week, admitting that they illegally demonstrated inside the Capitol. Robinson Hand is listed on the Georgia Republican Party website as party chair in Taylor County, a small county between Macon and Columbus with just under 2,000 residents. She also was listed as a county captain for the campaign of U.S. Senate candidate Herschel Walker. Neither Robinson Hand nor the Georgia Republican Party responded to request to comment, but at the time of the Hand's arrests, GOP State Executive Director Brandon Moy condemned any violence that took place on January 6, 2021. The hands are not charged with a violent crime. In other news, Georgia's top races have already attracted more than $360 million in spending. And TV stations are benefiting from the gusher of cash, while taking steps to rake in even more. With Georgia emerging as the nation's premier battleground state, local TV stations are adding more telecasts to make the most of the surge. Channel 2 Action News added a temporary 3 p.m. newscast to accommodate more political ad spending. WAGA launched a 30-minute weekly political show and increased its coverage. Other outlets, including WXIA and Atlanta News First, have amped up their campaign coverage. This is not a new trend. In 2017, WATL added a 7 p.m. newscast to make the most of the flood of ads during a special election in Georgia's 6th congressional district. And in 2020, several TV stations in Georgia made moves to soak up more campaign dollars. But the maneuvering comes as Georgia is poised again to be at the center of the national political drama and ahead of a likely weeks-long runoff period that could attract tens of millions of dollars more in spending. Next, Hispanic voters in Georgia appear to be in the mood for a course correction. That's according to an Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Georgia News Collaborative poll released yesterday, two days into the start of in-person early voting. Just 6% of respondents said they think the country is headed in the right direction and a majority also disapproves of Joe Biden's job performance. In Georgia, the views of the Hispanic community seem to be carrying more significance than ever before, with Republicans joining Democrats this election cycle in seriously investing in Latino voter outreach. Though Latino registered voters make up a small share of the overall electorate, their numbers have grown rapidly and could prove instrumental in determining the result of tightly contested statewide races. The poll of 309 likely voters, all of whom self-identified as Hispanic or Latino, was conducted October 11th and 12th by UGA's School of Policy and International Affairs. It was commissioned by the Georgia News Collaborative, a consortium of Georgia news organizations committed to strengthening local news and has a margin of error of 5.6 percentage points. And so-called forever chemicals have been detected in several Georgia rivers, including the Chattahoochee, which serves as the primary source of drinking water for the city of Atlanta. That's according to a new report. Forever chemicals, also known as polyfluoroalkyl and perfluoroalkyl substances, or their more common acronym PFAS, do not break down in nature. The chemicals have been used for years in a host of products, from nonstick pans and clothing to carpets and food wrappers. Several PFAs have been linked to serious health conditions, including cancers, immune system suppression, elevated cholesterol, and decreased infant and fetal growth. As part of the PFAS survey announced Tuesday, members of the Waterkeeper Alliance, a nonprofit coalition of more than 350 water protection groups in the U.S. and abroad, tested 114 waterways across 34 states and Washington. The group took samples directly from rivers, not from purified drinking water. The group found that 83% of surface waters tested contained traces of at least one PFAS. Georgia tied for second with North Carolina for the most individual locations testing positive for PFAS with 18. Only Maryland turned up more sites with evidence of contamination. Spoken Layer